0: One of my favorite comic strips that always pops up around this time of year features the headline, after the three wise men left, the three wiser women arrived. (laughs) And the cartoon shows three wise women visiting Mary and Joseph with perhaps some more practical gifts, like diapers, casseroles, an in-home nanny. It makes me giggle because for years growing up, I always wondered, what is a baby supposed to do with gold, frankincense, and myrrh? In tradition, the gifts have been given symbolic meaning, like the myrrh foreshadowing Jesus' death because it could be used as an embalming oil. Frankincense was a fragrant priestly incense used in religious rituals, signaling Jesus' own priesthood and divinity. And gold was a sign of kingship. These are all meanings we've extrapolated through the centuries, but the meaning behind the three gifts is never mentioned in Scripture. I like to think of these three gifts as the first baby shower gifts. Matthew's Scripture suggests that Jesus could have been one or two years old by the time that the Magi arrived, so perhaps they were a first birthday present by that time. Given directly to the baby, these gifts may seem odd, but if we think about how parents receive gifts at baby showers, they don't seem so strange. At a baby shower, mothers can receive supplies to help her heal after having a baby. They may also receive items to help make their life easier when welcoming and raising a new baby. And actually gold, myrrh and frankincense may have been the perfect gifts for just that. Myrrh and frankincense are resins that come from trees that originated in the Arabian Peninsula, in India and Northeastern Africa. The magi coming from these regions were bringing some of the very best that their countries of origin had to offer. I think Mary and Joseph would have found the Magi's gifts extremely useful and helpful. Myrrh provides pain relief to the body when applied as an oil, and pain relief would be a blessing to any person recovering from childbirth. Myrrh can also be used to help with the healing of colds and coughs, which children can suffer from all the time. It can also help with insomnia and stimulate the immune system. Frankincense, when used as an incense, can be helpful in regulating the emotions of anxiety and depression. And new parenthood can be extremely scary for new parents. And many women can experience postpartum depression after welcoming a new baby. And burning frankincense could help calm their anxieties and soothe their souls. After the Magi's departure, Mary, Joseph, and Jesus escaped from Bethlehem shortly thereafter. An angel warns Joseph in a dream that Jesus is in danger and the family flees to Egypt for safekeeping. The Holy Family would have been refugees, as our song alluded to, seeking a safe place to live while Herod wreaks devastating havoc on Bethlehem and the surrounding area. Perhaps Mary and Joseph carried immense heartbreak leaving Bethlehem, their home, potentially leaving friends and family behind. They may have carried the fear of not knowing how far Herod's death grasp might really reach. The frankincense and myrrh would have been helpful gifts in calming anxiety and treating physical ailments on their journey to a new life in Egypt. The gift of gold may have been extremely helpful in procuring their safe passage and lodging as they made their way to Egypt and settled there for a time. All the gifts would have been valuable to trade as well. Those gifts were thoughtful, needed gifts. They were gifts of healing. They were gifts that calmed the anxieties of new mother and father. They were gifts that cared for a young Jesus, enduring scrapes or cuts or common colds, and for a young mother whose body was still healing. The Magi brought wise gifts after all. These gifts of healing struck me in particular this season because I know so many of us are in need of healing. There are demands on our time and life that overwhelm our spirits. We, our family and friends, are not in good health, and that wears on us. Some of us have broken hearts and are mourning many different kinds of losses. As a community, we're grieving the devastation wrought by frozen, broken pipes and navigating the trauma that staff and residents have experienced in the care and cleanup. And not just our community, but our neighborhoods, our work communities, our extended families, our metropolitan community is aching. You can't open the Richmond Times Dispatch without seeing several articles related to recent gun violence and on the national news as mass shootings become what feels like a dime a dozen. Our communities and our world have been collectively aching for many, many months, years, decades, generations. We are in need of gifts of healing, too. We are in need of healing bombs. We are in need of the healer of our every ill to light our tomorrow. The Magi brought the best of their homeland to bless Mary, Joseph, and Jesus. They gave gifts of healing to the one who would heal the nations, the one who would heal us from sin and self-destruction, the one who would heal our relationships by showing us the meaning of love. Perhaps through these gifts, Jesus comes to know the healing touch of a mother's love as she applies myrrh oil and a kiss for a boo-boo. Perhaps Jesus sees Mary and Joseph light frankincense for prayer and is calmed by its fragrance and the fervent prayers from his parents. Perhaps the gold secures safe passage for worried parents headed to Egypt and Jesus sees the lengths parents will go to help or save their children. Jesus will grow to become the balm and Gilead to heal us all because he has grown up in a home of compassion, sacrificial love, and healing too. He and his parents endure suffering even early in his life by having to flee for their lives. And God has never promised us that life will be without hardship or seasons of difficulty. The Son of God endures the evils of this world. However, in the face of such evil and brokenness, God's light shining into the world remains. The healing presence of the balm of Gilead can overcome the broken spaces of our lives if we welcome it in. After Christmas Day, a mother was sharing about an experience she and her family had, opening gifts. Her husband had given her a beautiful teal teapot with a matching teacup and saucer. She was holding it up and admiring it with glee when her youngest son, picked up the saucer, and accidentally dropped it on the floor. The saucer lay in pieces there among the wrapping and the Christmas presents. The mother was sad, but she didn't scold or shame her son. She realized he was just trying to share in her glee for a new gift. Together, they picked up the broken pieces and set about gluing them back together. And the mother was inspired by the Japanese art of kintsugi, which is the art of mending broken pottery or objects and then covering the broken spaces with gold or silver. Kintsugi treats the breakage as part of the history of the object rather than something that needs to be hidden or covered up. Pottery pieces feature gold lines that spread through a piece telling the story of the fractures, the brokenness, but also the healing and the rebuilding. The saucer inspired joy in the mother Anne and her son, and the memory of the Christmas break was mended into the piece as she covered their glue lines in a sparkling, food-safe gold paint. The teapot and the saucer were made new. I think as a Richmond Hill community, there are many ways in which we're holding broken pieces, discerning how we're going to react to the mess on the floor. There's the very real evidence of broken pieces on the floor after our pipes burst at Christmas time, and the piecing back together of literal walls and floors and rooms to come so that, this continue, so that this place can continue to be a place of respite for the weary, a place of inspiration and conversation to those committed to justice rooted in a faith context. Even as many rooms lie down to the studs, there are shining threads of gold piecing us back together being able to gather for worship, being able to fellowship around this table and in the refectory, and that Richmond Hill retreats are meeting, even if not in this building, through community partners like Grace Baptist and St. Paul's Episcopal, which those are all rich gifts indeed. There's much about our world that's been cracked in recent years. There's much that's been shattered and lies broken on the floor. However, we are empowered by the healer of our every ill to be a mender and healer in this broken world. We worship the balm of Gilead, which has come to soothe the brokenhearted and heal the sin-sick soul. And we can allow Jesus to heal us, welcoming his presence to mend our brokenness. We can be a force for healing, inspired by the one who came to heal us. These past years have broken us in many ways, but piece by piece we can allow ourselves to be put back together, The brokenness that we experience often remains with us for the rest of our lives and is not soon forgotten. And we can try to cover it up and try to act like it didn't happen, or we can draw gold lines over it, incorporating it into our healing and wholeness. And piece by piece, with each bright, shining, shimmering gold line, we can mend our broken hearts and spirits. We can allow Jesus to be the gold that fuses us back together. When we look upon our own brokenness, we can see that Jesus' presence shines forth like golden lines on kintsugi pottery. With Jesus' help, we can heal and mend one another. And our gifts of healing may be similar to the Magi, giving gifts that heal body, mind, and spirit. And perhaps the gift is time and connection with friends and family that we've been missing dearly. Perhaps it's enjoying food and fellowship around the table. Perhaps it's the gift of a baked good to remind someone that you're thinking of them. Perhaps it's forgiving someone or something for the harm that they've caused. And perhaps it's taking the initiative for our own healing and seeking a professional like a doctor, counselor, therapist, spiritual director director, to be an additional guide and support to us. Tonight, during the ritual of communion, you will also be invited to receive anointing, if you would like, in addition to sharing in communion. An anointing is often offered in different traditions for physical, emotional, or spiritual healing. And Lindsay will be sharing and offering anointing for us. If you feel led, you might share what you might like to receive healing for, or you can just walk up to Lindsay and she'll anoint you and pray for you. The oil tonight is infused with myrrh and frankincense in honor of the healing gifts shared by the Magi. In the breaking open of bread and the sharing of the cup, May we experience the giving love of Jesus and the receiving of anointing. Might the balm of Gilead soothe our souls and welcome healing in. The Magi brought gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. May we be inspired to share gifts of healing with others in this broken world. May we be guided by Christ's light to those most in need of love. With each act of love, may our broken pieces be mended too. May Jesus piece us back together with shining streams of gold between our broken parts so that the mending of the memory remains, but we are whole and stronger for it. May you seek the healing that you need in this time, and may through that you be a healing presence to others in need that may be the best gift that we can give to one another for our neighbor's good and God's glory. Amen. Amen.